and welcome back to Soul Flow Podcast. I know it's been a while, but we're back, so thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. My name's Melissa. I'm here with Jason. Hello. Uh, I know we've been kind of MIA for a while, but we took a little break, and we've come back, and I feel like we have a lot of interesting topics to um, go over with these next few episodes, but today we're talking about competition and is it healthy competition so uh not just thinking about sports but you know business and just in general competition with yourself or with others so jay what do you what are your thoughts on this topic you know this is actually a really really good topic um especially when it comes to sports but i guess the question of it being healthy or not it can be healthy i don't think a lot of us use it in a healthy way um even just with sports in general like being a fan of a specific team you know there's that pride in there but there's also that separation as if my team's better than your team so that part of the competition i don't think is healthy um playing basketball growing up i think the the healthiest part of it is learning how to be a team player so it wasn't about winning or losing for me. It was more about learning how to work within a team. And then not only that, understand what my role was and what my strengths were. And then, you know, using those and not just trying to be the next Michael Jordan or, or whatever. And just, you know, understanding that part of me. So, like, that was good when it came to competition. Um, but the winning and losing was stressful. Like, I mean, even as a kid, like, losing a basketball game, like, you know, you're upset afterwards. I mean, we've seen our nephew cry after a couple games. It's it's hard to lose, you know. No one wants to, because it feels like you're less than the other person, you know, as if they're better than you just because they physically outdid you that day. Well, and I don't think all people feel that way. I think it depends. Like, we're, we, my family's very competitive, so it's put on you, like, I mean, you got to do good or there's nothing else, you know. But I grew up very competitive, and then as I've started started getting through my and starting my spiritual journey, I don't think it's good at all. And if you look at it from a spiritual, energetic standpoint, when you are competitive, you're creating that energy lack of abundance. You're creating that um, just self doubt. You're creating, like you said, I'm better than you. So that's negative. That's all. That's negative energy. The fear of losing. You're creating that. So that's a negative vibration energetically. So I think if you're gonna compete and do sports, or even like in business, if you're competing for a promotion or things like that, when you look at it from fear of not getting it or fear of not being good enough, it's bad. But if you can look at it in a positive way and maybe, like, especially with sports, have fun while you're doing it, I think that's okay. And and actually, if you look at it in a positive way and you look at it as you're having fun while you're doing it, you actually get further. You actually will get that, maybe that win or whatever it is because you're putting the, the positive energy out there. So I agree with you. Um, I think... There, there is one form of healthy competition, but once again, you have to be aware of that, and that's competing with yourself. Like to com- 
you know, to do yes. better than you did yesterday, you know, to continue to improve yourself. I think, you know, that form of competition is okay. But to ever try to be better than someone else is impossible because you're not them. No. So it's pointless to compete. You know, there's, you're one person, they're another person. So there's going to be things they do better than you and yours going to be things you do better than them. That's one of the awesome things about being human, you know, is but that that's we're all when different. working together comes into play. So instead yes. of competing and keeping each other down, we need to come together and build this amazing energy like field of positive loving energy and I see it a lot especially with women we are so catty and so competitive with each other that if you just step back for a minute and realize if we work together you're creating just this whole different positive life force energy force feminine energy you're just creating a powerful vibration and I just feel like if we didn't, I mean, and it's just, I feel like society, we're raised to be competitive. I mean, at least yeah. for me, like oh, yeah. sports teaches you. Everything. School. Yeah. It's, it's all around us. You're, we're and, ranked, you know, even in school, you take tests and you're ranked in a percentile based on how you took that test and, you know, everything. I mean, even at my job at Amazon, they keep track of our scan rates and put them on the board and everyone knows who's who's the best scanner and it's just like there's always that competition <clears throat> and it can be good in the fact that like it forces people to do better but i think that when you work together you actually can be even better than if you competed against each other especially oh, yeah. especially like in what we do from a creative standpoint, you know, if we have ideas that we want to do at the studio, we were working with another outside person mm -hmm. together instead of competing against each other to try to figure out how to do better. We can put our ideas together and come up with something even better than that, which we have when we collaborate with people like Samantha and Simon J and Juan. Well, and, and then you're, everybody. you're getting more resources too. So not, not only are we pulling from our own clientele, but then whoever they you know, reach out to and supports them. It just creates a bigger support system for, I feel, everybody because you're creating this community of followers, people that are going to have your back. So when you work, you just grow that community. And it's it's a good feeling because, like, for me, I have something that I'm kind of planning for next year and reaching out to people that I feel like I've worked with in the past and knowing that they have my back and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll help you, whatever it is. It's like such an empowering feeling because I'm like, I'm not alone. Yeah. And I think competition sometimes makes you feel like you're alone because you, you know, your feelings, how you're feeling during that competitive time, you know, it makes you upset. It makes you sad. And we can feel alone a lot of the times. And I feel like it puts that negative vibration out there and... Yeah. And then you're also coming from a place of fear, like you yeah. said. And when you're coming from a place of fear, I think you lose that creativity. Like, think about if you're being chased, like just, you know, if you're being chased by an animal, you're just running. There's no creativity in trying to get away from that animal that's coming because you're not using that part of your brain. No. You're in that fight or flight. Yeah, mode. you're in the fight or flight. So now your stress hormones are going and it's causing you to have your heart to race. Yeah. And like I said, the stress hormones 
and then anxiety kicks in. It just, right. It's just physically and energetically and even mentally is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, when you can connect with people that are not even like the same interests but are kind of looking for that connection too and you can work together instead of against each other, it just creates – everything that this world needs more of. Yeah. And um, I just feel like, especially lately, I've been feeling a little bit like, why are people so competitive, especially in business? It's like, why don't we just work together? And I feel like people get scared. It's the fear of sharing, sharing like yeah. I'm going to steal their ideas yeah. or it's like, that's not what it's about. Like I'm very passionate about coming together, especially with the local community and working together. And the more people we can reach, the more people we can help. I feel like it's only going to make this world a better place. Like when you shut yourself off and you don't want to share your ideas, it's you're holding back so many things. And I don't feel like it's beneficial for anybody. Right. And I mean, like, even like when we first opened up the yoga studio, um, you know, I'm a numbers person. So I looked at the math and tried to figure out like what percentage of the surrounding population we would need to, to have a successful business. And I came down to, it was like 1% of the total population. I was like, that's all we need is 1%. Obviously of that demographic, you know, there's the numbers are a little different, but so if all we need is 1%, that means someone else can open up another yoga studio in our town or have another yoga studio in our town. And it, we can both be successful. And even in that, we could help each other share what we do and bring more people into that interest. And, you know, so I mean, I think it goes with everything. I mean, if you look, how many pizza places, like if you just drive like five miles down the road, how many pizza places are there? And yet they're all still in business. They're all still successful. And it's because there's enough people that, you know, they don't have to compete against each other. They just have to be available. Yeah. You know, so. No, I agree. And, you know, there are some amazing businesses that we've worked with or people that we've collaborated with that are just like amazing. And every time I work with them, I feel more and more empowered. I feel like we're sharing because we're light workers. So we're sharing our work with people who need it. We're helping people. We're making a difference. Can you imagine if like we all just did that? Like what a huge difference that would make. And I think people just think it's like, I don't know, bullshit. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but a lot of people, they just think that's, you know, yeah, right. How, how can that happen? But it's, you know, the, the phrase, one person can make a difference. And I've seen it and I say it all the time. If I can just help one person, like when I do my yoga for depression, and anxiety workshops, I'm like, if I can help one person in this room, I feel like I've done my job. Because if you can connect to that one person, that one person can go tell 10 people and share what they've learned. And maybe those people are going something, going through something too. And now you've made a difference in their lives, you know? So it kind of trickles down and. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like the Facebook page that I have. Um, I can share a link for it, but uh, I just started talking about things. And at first, like I was barely getting any likes and you know, that kind of upset me because it's the ego. Well, not, not even just the ego. Um, when you create a Facebook page, you get to see how many people see your post. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hundred people saw your post you have one like yeah. so it's like okay so did 
you guys even really like it or no does that mean i had 99 dislikes you know so but i hate about social media but i finally got to the point where i was like you know what i have one like like you said i i reached that one person and so i'm gonna keep doing it because as long as there's one as long as people are seeing it even if they don't like or understand it it's still something that is now in their you know, reality or whatever. It's now something that they've heard and maybe they don't like it now, but 10 years from now or, you know, 20 minutes from now, whatever it is, it'll help them in some way. So it's like, I'm just going to keep putting it out there. And even I've seen people go back and like, like some of my posts from a year ago now, because they finally found my page and I have all this content that they can now see and listen to and read or whatever. So that was like what kept me going. It was knowing that I was at least reaching one person. Yeah. So no, it really, it, yeah. if you really care about what you're doing and about helping people and you're super passionate about that, I feel like that competition just kind of goes away that competitive edge because like, you know, like I said, I grew up in a very competitive family. So I always that had that, like even in yoga, like before we opened and I'd be on my own mat doing my own practice and I'd see somebody get into like something and I'd be like, like mad like how come I can't get into that like Mm -hmm. and then like the more I just kind of got more into like the spiritual side of it and realized like that's not really what it's all about it kind of made me feel better about myself and so I tell people all the time on their mats when I'm teaching like it's not about the Instagram effect of getting into these like super bendy poses and if you can get into those that's great that's awesome but don't get hard on yourself you know, some people can be doing yoga for years, and if they can't get into a headstand, they feel like they've just completely, like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, and they give up, and it's like, that's not what it is. Like like you said, having a little competition with yourself is good to better yourself, but if you're doing it out of spite or because you're coming from a place of negativity, that's not good because energetically you're creating that um, – kind of like dark energy so that's going to make you depressed it's going to make you anxious it's going to make you stressed it could cause you know physical things to happen to you so it people don't realize what when things affect you energetically they affect you physically and that's why people when they're sick it's like if you can find out what's going on in your life at that moment you can heal yourself yeah. And it, it can also discourage you, you know, yeah. like if you're trying so hard to get into a headstand and all of a sudden you see someone that maybe in your head you don't think should be further along than you or whatever, and you see them getting in, it's like, well, like you, you may just give up and just yeah. be like, well, I, I just can't do this. This isn't me. Yeah. Instead of, you know, trying to persevere. And like I said, trying, like competing with yourself. Like, you know what? I, I got a little closer than I did yesterday. So that's cool. And, you know, just working on that. Yeah, but I also believe that every day on your mat is different. So maybe that day yesterday you were almost in a headstand and today it's like, no, you can't even, you're not even there where you were yesterday. And that's where you also got to like put the competitive side, competitiveness aside because you need to realize every day on your mat is different. Where are you energetically this day? What happened, you know, earlier in the day or, you know, the night before that's affecting you and how you're treating yourselves because we are our hardest critics. We're our hardest critics. So we are hard on ourselves the most. And 
it starts with us. So if we can learn to treat ourselves with love and kindness and not be so hard on ourselves, I think even you personally, if you're out there and you're somebody that's competitive and you try this, just competing out of fun and happiness rather than fear and kind of expectation, I guess. I feel like that you're going to notice a difference in yourself. And I challenge you to try that if you are somebody of competitive nature because it can be done because it happened with me. Even being around my family who's still super competitive now, I just kind of laugh about it. I think it's yeah ridiculous. But, I mean, I get it because I grew up like that. But uh, now I can just kind of stand back and be like, wow, you kind of look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just I, even like when you're at a party, like playing bags or you know, whatever game, you know, you get, a, it, people get competitive and upset. And I've noticed me personally that when, when I stopped caring, I actually started doing better. Yeah. Or when because you're having you're, fun, you're right. doing better. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. I don't care if I lose 10 games in a row, as long as I get to play and have fun and, you know, talk with people and socialize, you know, it's more about the interactions with people to me when it comes to the competition yeah, and playing people. games. So but once you let go of that, you know, so, and, and sometimes that drives people to do better, but I still think that if you let go of that, you can even do better when you stop worrying about it. I mean, even like just example, when we were playing bags with um, our nephew, the second that he realized, like it, it was you versus me. And then he was actually on both of our teams. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And he had his best games because he was on both teams, so he couldn't lose. So the thought of losing had left him, and he was killing it. Like, he was doing better than me sometimes. And it was just like, that's the difference, is that it wasn't the fear of losing or trying to be the best or whatever. It just came down to having fun and knowing that it didn't matter if you win or lost. So, Yeah, I think it's sad, too, because he's 11. Mm -hmm. And to see how, I mean, he's the biggest loser. He cannot handle losing. But I also think that today's society, everybody's a winner. Mm -hmm. That's the, with kids' competition. I feel like everybody gets a prize. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody wins. So I think that creates kind of a stigma. Yeah, but even in that, I mean, he, like, he's like, oh, you know, you could win fifth place in wrestling. And he's just like, it's not really winning. Like, even though we let kids all be winners, like, they're not stupid. Like, they get it. Yeah. Everyone wins, but there's still a winner. But then I feel like that makes kids even meaner and bullying comes worse because now you're upset because you won first place, but everybody got a prize, but you feel like they shouldn't have. So now you're creating, I think, just a whole other mess of angry kids. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they're this, these kids now, they're growing up playing video games all day long. They're competing with each other on video games, you know, because you can talk on headset. And you get over. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you're constantly competing, and it's at such a young age. And it's, it's really sad because I see when he loses, and he gets upset, and he doesn't want you near him. He doesn't want to talk to you, and, you know, he has his little temper tantrum, and I'm like, dude, you're 11, like... Let's not be like this. Like it's this is there's serious. so many things in this world that you should be lucky that you can even afford to be on a team and play a sport and 
you know, have the things that you want. And I wish kids could just see. And I wish I could have too. Because when you're that young, I was never taught like, I mean, I I don't want to say that I was never taught to be grateful for what you have, but I never saw uh, the side that didn't have what I wanted. Like I can't imagine growing up in a society when you don't even have running water and we're over here complaining about our basketball team didn't win. So it's right. just kind like of our team. I know someone the other day, um, I was joking about the Lakers and he was like, he's like, we're going to win this year. I'm like, who's we <laughs> like, are you part owner of the Lakers? It's not we, it's them. Like, yeah, you're a fan, but yeah, what does that mean? You know, we're, but... we as a society feel entitled to mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I mean, to me, it's just another form of separation when it comes to sport yeah. fans like are you like well look at us, our government cub, i mean are you a cub or a Sox fan that's our are that's you, our right that's competition too total instead competition. of instead of the politics working together i mean and some do but yeah. you know let's let's try to make the other side look worse and make us look better so that we can instead of trying to work together and you know well and these are our leaders mind, who are supposed to be you know which is why we're competitive i know <laughs> especially now it's really bad and i just i feel like Everybody needs to just kind of embrace more of the feminine energy rather than the masculine, which is the masculine is more of that competitive, like hard side. And I feel like if we embrace more of the feminine, like gentle, softer side, I feel like it would, this world would really be a better place. And that's why I love what we do, because when we come together in our work that we do and we bring out the we combine masculine and feminine and balance them out and we work together we come together i feel like it creates just this whole new perspective and i feel it i feel it when we go to an event to support somebody that's a light worker or you know a more spiritual path when we go to samantha's things i feel so amazing after mm-hmm. And when they come and do stuff at our studio or we're doing stuff at the studio or even after I've taught a yoga class and I feel like everybody's just got so much out of it, it just creates such a different vibe that I wish everybody could feel and know that you can. I think a lot of people think that they can't get to that point, but yes, you can. You got to believe it. And then you can achieve it. Yeah. I mean, even with competition in the workplace, um, like I have an example of how it's it's actually harmful. Uh, I had a coworker that was trying to get a promotion, and in her way of trying to do that was to make herself look good. But in doing that, she was also making others look bad and taking away from them, and like you know, recruiting the best uh, coworkers to work with her, so her section did better than others, and it's. It's like, yeah, that may have worked, so you look good. But to me, you don't look good because it shows that you're not a true leader because a true leader would make everyone look good and it wouldn't try to make the other side look bad just because you want a position or, you know, once you get in that position, then what? Yeah. Well, and then I kind of also believe that you give off what you attract. Mm -hmm. So if you're giving off that super competitive, like, negative energy yeah you're gonna get that back towards you like it's gonna come back towards you and a lot of the times guess what we don't like that oh yeah so it's like what you give off you're gonna get like what you put into the universe you're gonna get back so be positive 
and not saying competition can't be positive because you can make it positive. You can make it about working as a team and you can make it about having fun and learning a sport or, you know, bettering yourself in the workplace. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think our society, unfortunately, most of us look at it as we have to win. If we don't win, we're not good enough. We can't lose. Yeah. I mean, even like going to professional sports games, like, you know, the fans from the opposite team or, you know, we're yelling at them or yelling at the other team, telling them they suck and, yeah. you know, you're a loser and whatever. And then we cheer if someone gets hurt and, you know, it's, it's, it's all negative. I mean, but that doesn't mean it has to be. You can just cheer for your team and be happy that your team's doing well. And if they don't, just be okay that that they had a bad day or didn't, you know, didn't better the team that day, you know, and just not letting. I, I think the other thing is, like, with competition, like, we let it affect us so much in oh, a yeah. negative way, you know. Yeah, like, Sunday night, like, okay, people watch the Bears. And if the Bears did bad, that's all you hear um, about Monday. It's, it's like, all, all right, come on, let's get over it. And then, the, I mean, the hate that they had for Parky last year mm. because he missed one kick. I mean, he missed several kicks during the season, but he missed one kick. And it's like we're blaming an entire game on one player on one play, even though it's, uh, you know, the whole game. The reason why there's four quarters in a football game is because we're not just going to send one kicker out and see if he can kick and win it for us. You know, it's like, all right, go kick a field goal. And if you make it, we win. If we miss, we lose. That's not how it works. So the team lost that game, and the team realized that, but fans don't. We only take the moments where people make mistakes and and then just butcher them yeah. to the point where, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's even – I hope he's on another team. I hope he got a job somewhere, but you know, he can end someone's career. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to start to wrap this up, but I just want to just let people know, like, Create a positive environment for you, yourself, your kids, your family, whoever. If they're in sports or whatever, especially as kids when they start off young, there's nothing wrong with that, but you need to be that positive influence in their life to let them know it's okay if they lose. Because really what happens as children, they carry on into their adult lives. I I heard um, a story from somebody that said at a very young age, she tried out for a play and she was laughed at and didn't get the part and she didn't realize as an adult it still stuck with her because it was energetically in her and she didn't realize until later on in life she was terrified to get up and speak in front of people and she went and saw like a spiritual coach and the spiritual coach worked with her on different techniques to figure out what's going on and it pinpointed to that specific area and sometimes we might not even remember these events that happen when we're kids but it stays with you as an adult. So it's so much pressure to put on kids. Just let them know it's not about winning or losing. It's about having fun and being okay with who they are and maybe figuring out who they are. And loving them no and matter love, what. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, some, some, you know, and there are some parents that are so like win, 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 you know, just so hard on their kids about sports. And then it gets to the point where their kid feels, you know, there's, there's no love if I'm not winning. No, exactly. So and they tie they that need to, to an emotion. Know that. They need to know that no matter what, they're going to be loved. And yes. once again, when they can let that go, they'll actually do better. You, you have to find that, that balance. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. But I just wanted to say that. And I just wanted to say that thank you to all of the people that have worked with us either coming to the studio and hosting an event or me let, allowing me or Jason to go to their place of work and sharing this 
amazing practice and work that we do. And I'm excited because I'm working with so many other people coming up in the future. So I have an amazing event on Friday, uh, October 11th that I'm working with Jennifer on. And we're helping to uh, women find their voice. And I felt like it was important to have more women there that can work and help you, the more support you're going to feel. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm a firm believer in working together. Uh, I'm not believing in that competition or, I don't know, just putting that negative energy out there. I, I just totally appreciative of everything and everybody that has come into my life. Yeah, and I'm, I'm always looking to work with people. Anytime I find, a, find or meet someone anyone i'm always like how can we work together like is there something that you have to offer that we can collaborate and offer something together like i'm always looking for that so i i like it because it, it helps me grow and learn and and there's no competition in it and, it's, and it just feels good so yeah and you're spreading the love to more people yes and that's what it's all about but so uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening and know that we're going to be coming out with a new episode once a week. Uh, we have some pretty in- interesting topics. I'm very excited to be talking about a lot of these things. And please like us on Facebook, Soul Flow Yoga Inc. We're on Instagram, Soul Flow Yoga One. And what else are we on? Our website, you can find us, soulflowyoga.com. And what else? other social media i think that's pretty it for social media oh we're on mind body if you have the app you can find all of our schedule and events there and uh i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you have any questions comments or any topics that you'd like us to talk about please feel free to reach out any of those platforms that i just told you about thanks again for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode namaste namaste